Surrender is not giving up control. It is no longer being controlled by the past. It is allowing who you're here to be, your purpose, to have authority and guide you in the ways that you need to be guided, to put you on the path that you need to be on, to have exactly what it is that you say that you want. We're submitting to that greater authority in ourselves, in our desires, in our purpose, our calling in life. Hey friends, welcome to episode 13 of the Make It Inevitable podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Zamora, and today I want to talk about surrender. Surrender is one of those terms that I think is very misunderstood when it comes to healing growth and making the impossible happen. And so let's start with the definition of surrender. The definition of surrender is to cease resistance to an enemy or opponent and submit to their authority. There is a reason that we don't like the word surrender, and that is because we have so many interpretations around what all of these words mean. Surrender, enemy, opponent, submit to their authority. This can often feel like we're giving up. We're giving in to someone else or something else. We're giving away our power, and we're not able to then have, do, or be what it is that we deeply desire. But that is not the truth of surrender. And in order to really understand surrender, we have to unpack some of these aspects of the definition. First, to cease resistance to an enemy or opponent. To cease resistance. When we have resistance and tension in our body, we are not open, we are not surrendered to the natural unfolding of life, of what the universe is working to align us with, even of what we're called to create and where we're called to go. So if we're in resistance, we are not in flow. Those two things cannot go hand in hand. If we are in resistance, we can't fully heal. If we are in resistance, we can't fully create what it is that we desire, let alone receive it. Resistance is tension in our body and our being and our energy. Think about a time that you have been resistant to something or someone. Doesn't matter what, who, or what the reason was, whether it was valid or not. What did it feel like in your body to be in resistance? There is a tension. There is a moving away from. There is a level of being closed in our energy, in our heart, in our soul, in our mind, we tend to narrow in our focus. We are in resistance to something. We are fighting against it. When we are in resistance, we can't be in flow because we're really holding all of our energy very tightly. We're not working with it. We're not working with the frequency of life. We're not trusting. We're not open. So to surrender is to cease resistance, to stop being in resistance to to relax your body and release the tension that you're holding, to open your heart, your mind, your body, your soul, to be fully engaged and present in each moment. That is surrendering. That is ceasing resistance. Now we're ceasing resistance to an opponent or an enemy. That is how we understand surrender. When we think about surrender, we often think in terms of we're surrendering in battle. So we're fighting against someone or something. But in our context, when we're in resistance to an enemy or an opponent, We are in resistance to things that we are afraid of, to uncertainty, to the unknown, to trusting in life and other people, in ourselves, in our callings. That is what, when we're in resistance, we are seeing as the enemy. The unknown and uncertainty is an enemy to us, is an opponent that we have to fight, that we have to be in battle with. Life is the enemy, is our opponent that we have to fight and be in battle with. And so the idea of surrendering, when we hold this belief, whether it's conscious or not, that life, other people, our callings, even ourselves, certain situations are an enemy, are an opponent that we need to be in resistance to. We can't flow. We can't be present to what we're experiencing. We can't even feel our own desire, our own intuitive yes or no. 
We are so in tension and resistance and often in fear because we are fighting against something. So this goes back to building trust in ourselves and others and life and our callings. We'll link to that episode in the show notes. It's a really potent episode about the four critical types of trust to really create what it is that you desire rapidly. You cannot make the impossible happen if you don't have some level of trust. If you don't have trust, you cannot surrender because it won't feel safe. You don't trust yourself. You don't trust life. You don't trust other people. You don't trust what you're called towards, your desires, your purpose. And when you don't trust, you can't be open. You can't be relaxed. You can't be present and fully engaged with each moment as it unfolds. So what is it, if you're in resistance, if you're not surrendered, that you believe is the opponent or the enemy? And is that true? Are they really the opponent or the enemy? Are you really the opponent or the enemy? Is life, your callings, your purpose, your desires, the opponent or the enemy? Is that true? Or are you just scared? Is it just uncertain and unknown? There's a very big difference. We've talked about fear and frequencies a lot in these episodes. You can be in fear, but when you're in fear, worry, and doubt, you're likely to go into resistance. You're likely to lack trust in yourself and others and the universe, your callings. It's okay to be afraid of surrendering, of the unknown, of uncertainty. It's okay to be afraid when you're going after big things, when you're trusting in life to show up and support you, when you're doing the work to align and live your purpose. It's okay to feel afraid. But when we go into worry and doubt, what is it that you're worried about? What is it that you doubt? Who, what do you see as the opponent or the enemy that you're in battle with? And if you're in battle with yourself, it's especially difficult to start shifting the odds in in your favor and creating what it is that you want. It's especially difficult to align with the people and things that you are meant to be aligned with. It's near impossible to hold on to them if you do manage to get them. Can't be in resistance. Can't be fighting against them. So notice in your body where there's tension when it comes to the things that you say that you want. Where do you believe you are at battle, at war with someone or something, even yourself? There was a long time that I didn't trust myself in certain situations, romantic relationships, certain aspects of life and business. I felt like I was at war with myself. There were times that I didn't trust life in the universe, times I didn't trust my callings and my purpose, times when it was just fear and uncertainty, but also times when I really saw all of these things, including myself as the enemy that I had to be in battle with, that I had to be resistant to where there was tension. Surrender is an opening. It's a relaxing into each moment. It's a relaxing into our callings, ourselves, other people, life supporting us, surrendering to the unfolding, the natural unfolding that we're meant to experience in order to have the things that we want. We can't open into that. We can't surrender into that. Things can't unfold the way that they're meant to if we are in resistance to it. And we might think consciously that we want to be surrendered and open, but if the space is not safe, if we don't trust ourselves and other people, if we believe that life is out to get us, if we don't trust in our callings and our purpose or our desires, if we're activating our winning strategy or being triggered constantly by old traumas, being taken out at the knees by old grief that we've never processed, not being willing to feel our feelings and our emotions as they come up in healthy and productive ways. We cannot surrender. We cannot be open. Things cannot unfold the way that they're meant to. We can't align with what we want. Surrender is critical. Surrender to cease resistance to an opponent or enemy. What do you believe on an unconscious level? What do you see as on an unconscious level, an opponent or an enemy? And is it really? Is there work there for you to do, to deepen into trust, 
to heal and clear old traumas and wounds and things you've experienced, fears, limiting beliefs that are causing you to see someone or something as an enemy that you need to be in resistance to. It's causing you to see yourself as an enemy, life as an enemy. It might not feel that way consciously when you look at it. What are you in resistance to? Who and what feels like an opponent, an enemy to you? And what work is there for you to do so that you can surrender? The last part of the surrender definition is especially triggering, I believe, because it was for me, and that is to submit to their authority. So not only are we ceasing resistance to our enemy or opponent, but we are submitting to their authority. That's scary. That is why we don't like surrender. It feels like we're just giving up. That if I surrender to the unfolding, I am just throwing my hands up in the air and letting life have its way with me. I'm giving up on what it is that I want. But that's not what this means in our context of making the impossible happen. Something that Tracy Goss says in her book, The Last Word on Power, which is one of my Bibles for life, business, relationships, everything, is that we are the only person who has authority over what is and is not possible for us in our lives. Us. But we don't take that authority. We give the power to the past, to our interpretations to our experience thus far with with what's possible and what's not. We don't take that authority that is within us. We are the only person who can say what is and is not possible for us in our lives. Us, no one else. No one else. I don't care how knowledgeable or experienced they are. If you're trying to get into a field or do something where every expert in that field, industry, situation, experience is like, it's, it's literally impossible. No one has done it to date. You are still the only person who holds the authority to say whether or not it is possible for you. We are the ones with the authority. So when we surrender to our callings, to our desires, to our fullest expression, when we surrender to the natural unfolding that is meant to take place for us to step into all of these things, those next level versions of self, the life that's fully, truly aligned for us, our fullest expression, who we're here to be, the work we're here to do, when we surrender into that, we stop being in resistance to it. We stop seeing it and other people and life as the enemy. We then submit to that authority that is inherent to what we're called towards, to our desires. Our biggest visions, our deepest desires, those things that we truly want that really feel impossible to us from where we are now, we hold the authority to say whether or not that is possible. So when we submit to the authority, we are surrendering and deepening into a trust unlike any other. I am trusting that because I am called towards this, It is truly something that I desire. It is anchored in the seat of my purpose, my fullest expression, who I am here to be in this life. It is not separate from you. And life is well-meaning and kindly towards you. That is the baseline frequency of this universe that we live in. It inherently supports you growing into your fullest expression, you claiming the things that are meant for you. Surrender doesn't mean that we throw our hands up in the air and that we're not being guided and directed and moving towards and creating what it is that we want. It means that we are deepening into our desire and our calling with an openness, a receptiveness. We are leaning in and we are allowing the path to be revealed to us because we don't know. Even if we know what it is that we want, we actually don't know what it's going to take to get there. We need to let life lead us, our intuition lead us. We need to be present and engaged in each situation and moment and experience as it comes up so that things can unfold in the way that they are meant to. Whatever it is that we deeply desire is inherently possible for us. You could not desire it if it wasn't possible for you. But as I've said before, as I've said for years, possibility is not a promise. It's a call to action. Surrender 
being one of those actions doesn't mean throwing my hands up in the air and saying whatever happens or doesn't happen, happens or doesn't happen. It is opening and allowing the path to be revealed to me, staying open and trusting, relaxed and not in resistance as I take each step, as I engage with each moment, as life shapes me into who I need to be to have the things that I want. It is trusting in life to do that, to be a partner in the universe, in source, in God, in the energy that pulsates through our experience in this realm at this time. It's trusting in that, being surrendered. So we are in connection with the universe. We are one with the universe. We are one with life. And the things that we desire, the things that we are called towards are a piece of us already, even if we don't have them in our possession. We're drawn towards them because they are for us. They are part of us. They are one with us. They already exist as ours. We are going through the process of claiming them, of moving towards them, becoming who we need to be to align with them, to hold them. So there is this oneness throughout all aspects of creating what it is that we want. So when we submit to their authority, when we're talking about surrender, we're submitting to our own authority, our own purpose, our own calling, our own oneness with the universe. It's not an authority outside of us. It's not submitting to life who we have seen as the enemy and believing that it's going to do with us what it will, that we have no say in our life anymore, that we don't get to be happy or have the things that we want or be who we're here to be. It's the opposite of that. Submitting to that authority is submitting to our own purpose and calling, our own internal authority around what is possible and what is not. Submitting to the authority of the desire that we're called towards and trusting in it being open to it and how it will guide us and shape us as we move towards it. So we have to step out of resistance. We have to identify who and what we believe is the enemy, the opposition. And we have to submit to the authority of our purpose, our calling, our desire, the unfolding of the path, the oneness of us with the universe and our desires, life, God, whatever you want to call it, the energy that is consciousness of this realm. We're submitting to that authority that is within us and what has created the desire in the first place, knowing that we are the only authority when it comes to what is and is not possible for us in our lives. No one else has that authority. We have to claim that authority. We can't claim that authority if we are in resistance, if we don't have trust, if we're not open, if we're not present, if we're not willing to be led. Surrender requires a willingness to be led. That requires so much trust in self, in our intuition, a connection to our body. And if we have unresolved trauma, if we don't have a relationship to our emotions, we cannot have a relationship to our body. Intuition and emotion lives in the body. And if you are numbing out to certain emotional experiences, you are muting your intuition along with all the expansive emotions. You are disconnecting from your body actively. Because in surrendering and building a relationship and letting our intuition, our purpose, our callings lead us forward, we have to be in tune with our body. Our body will constantly be communicating with us. And in that communication will be a wide array of emotions from joy and gratitude, love, peace, to uncertainty, fear, anger, frustration, sadness. We will feel the gamut of emotions when we are surrendered, when we are moving towards making our impossible desires a reality, making them inevitable, being the person who can call them in and hold them. We are going to feel so much. And if you're not letting yourself feel, like we talked about in the last episode, you will not be surrendered. You will be in resistance. You will see the emotions of the experience of bringing your impossible visions to life as the enemy, the opposition. 
you will be in battle with it, fighting against it. You won't be open and surrendered. To be open and surrendered is an incredibly vulnerable experience, which is why we have to build that trust in ourselves and others in our callings in the universe. Why we have to heal any old wounding that gets in the way of us being able to do that. If you don't trust other people, certain situations, life, love, whatever you don't trust, you cannot be surrendered because what if you need to trust in that in order to have what you want? You won't. You will be in resistance. You will see it as the enemy. You will fight against it and you will step out of flow. To be in flow, we talk about flow. Flow is when things are flowing. There's synchronicity. There's coincidence. Everything is just falling into place. The things and people that you want or need are just falling from the sky. That is flow. We can't be in flow if we're in resistance. We are literally closing off our energy, tightening it, blocking it. We're not open. We're not receptive. We are closed and in resistance. You cannot be in flow if you are not surrendered. Flow requires surrender, requires trust, openness, a willingness, and an ability to be present in each moment and experience. So what is stopping you from having that? What do you see as the enemy? What are your beliefs around the word surrender? So often we can't have these conversations. We won't listen to them because we don't like a word because we have a certain association with that word. That is why I start with the definitions when I introduce certain concepts so that we can redefine them for you. Submitting to their authority, oof, I was a no to that for a long time because I could only hear it through a certain interpretation that it meant giving up control, having no say, being taken on some ride or experience that I didn't want to be on. That is not what it means in our context of making the impossible happen, healing and growth. Where do you have resistance to the idea of surrender and what needs to be cleared there so that you can settle into what it really means? When it comes to making the impossible inevitable, you have to look at that. You have to face it. You have to do the work around it. Intellectualizing will only get you so far. You can understand. I don't like the word surrender because I have dealt with people in the past who are really controlling. I've had really traumatic experiences, had abuse. That needs to be healed. That needs to be cleared. That needs to be worked with. Otherwise, you can't shift your relationship to surrender, let alone experience it in the ways that you need to, to create what you want. And surrender requires an additional type of trust, which is trusting that things will align when you stop trying to control them and being in resistance. It's a funny thing about surrender. We are so resistant to it because we feel like it's giving up. Someone else will control me. I'm submitting to their authority. I will have no say, no autonomy, no sovereignty. And yet you don't have those things because you are being controlled by trying to control. You're being controlled by your fears, your resistances limiting beliefs, past experiences. Surrender in our context actually gives you more of what you want more quickly. We try to control how things will happen, how they will look, how they will come to be, how they should be, what's right, what's wrong. We say that we want something, but it must look this way. It must go this way. And if it doesn't, I will not. I am in resistance. I will close down. I will grip even more tightly to what I believe it should look like, how I believe it should go. That is not actually being in control. That is being controlled by the past. Limiting beliefs, traumas, subconscious programming, wounding, fears, worry, doubt. You are not actually in control when you think you are controlling by not surrendering. You are being controlled by things and people from the past. Things and people and situations and experiences that happened before your conscious mind came online. So we think that we're making these conscious choices, but we're not. If we haven't unpacked and healed on a deeper subconscious level, surrender is not giving up control. 
It is no longer being controlled by the past. It is allowing who you're here to be, your purpose, your callings, your connection to source, your fullest expression to have authority and guide you in the ways that you need to be guided, to put you on the path that you need to be on, to have exactly what it is that you say that you want. We're submitting to that greater authority in ourselves, in our desires, in our purpose, our calling in life. We are no longer being controlled by the past because we are existing in this moment and we are moving as we need to, moment to moment, as things unfold. You trying to control is you being controlled. So what is it that's controlling you? What old fear, what old trauma, what old limiting belief, what old story? Are you willing to really look at those and dig into them and unpack them and heal from them so that you can truly be open and surrendered? So that you can stop being in resistance to yourself, to life, to your purpose, to what you're called towards, to other people. So much of making the impossible happen hinges on relationship. The universe works through people. Source works through people. God works through people. We need other people no matter how strong and independent we are, to make the impossible happen. If you are in resistance, if you don't trust, if you need to control everything, you can't have that support that you so desperately need. Surrender allows us to fall into the support that we need, the people that we need to create what it is that we want. It's very vulnerable. It's very revealing. There is risk, emotional exposure. We could get hurt, rejected, can feel all the things that we don't want to feel. But if we can stay open and surrendered throughout all of that, we will continue to align more and more deeply with the right people and experiences. We will continue to get support in ways that we don't expect. People will just show up out of nowhere. Opportunities will fall from the sky because we are open. We are receptive. We are not in resistance. We can see them. We allow ourselves to be present, to feel our intuition, to move through our emotions so that we can stay in motion around what's important to us. That is surrender. Surrender is to stop being in resistance. And to stop believing that whatever we're in resistance to is the enemy, the opposition. And to submit to the authority of our purpose, our calling of life, our oneness, our connection to it, our highest self. To claim our authority around what is possible and what is not for us in our lives. And to move on that. To be shaped how we need to be shaped. To have the experiences that we need to experience to align with the people and opportunities that we need. That is surrender. So where do you need to surrender? Where are you in resistance and to what or who and why? What needs to be cleared so that you can settle into trust and openness? What are you in resistance to? What limiting beliefs do you hold? Where are you not taking the authority that you have inside of you and submitting to it and letting it lead you forward? This is surrender. Surrender is such a beautiful, powerful thing. If you need support with this, please check the show notes. We are going to gift you one of our free self-coaching guides which is all about reconnecting to your intuition because that is trust. Trusting in yourself, your body, your intuition, being able to feel your feelings and your emotions, being able to be led because you are tapped into what it feels like to be guided and led, to be called forward, to have an intuitive nudge or awareness. So you can find that in the show notes. Actualize is also another great resource. It's all about coming into alignment with ourselves, building trust in ourselves, in life, in the universe, and other people knowing what our purpose and our callings are so that we can be led by them. Getting that clarity of what calls you. Who are you here to be? What is your fullest expression? What is the work that you're here to do? Actualize will help you get really clear on that. And if you need support, please reach out for support around process work and repatterning sessions. I do this work with my clients all the time. Anything that is standing in the way of your surrender, your openness, your ability to step into a new way of being, to follow your callings, 
to live your purpose, your fullest expression, it can be cleared and it can be cleared rapidly with process work. Any limiting beliefs, fears, subconscious programming can be repatterned rapidly with acupressure work. We can combine them. Get the support that you need, whether it is with me or someone else, so that you can settle into surrender and go after what it is that you want. Thank you so much for joining me today and being a part of our incredible community of purpose-driven individuals. If you are ready to put these teachings into practice in your own life, head on over to www.stephaniezamora.com podcast, where you'll get access to our collection of actionable and easy to implement workbooks. That includes our renowned methodology for making the impossible inevitable that's helped hundreds of individuals worldwide get into motion on their most important goals. Plus, our comprehensive guide to stopping self-sabotage and navigating the terror barrier with more grace and ease. We'd love your help in getting the message out and growing our community, so please take a moment to share this episode, subscribe to the podcast, and leave us a review on iTunes. I'll catch you in the next episode.